All right. Gate 14 podcast episode two. What a weekend, boys. As you can tell, the voice is a little bit butchered. Broke uh, Citizens Bank Park's dip record. Uh, I did a shoey, got roasted a lot. And uh, yeah, that's about it. But anyways, enough about me. We're joined with my guys, Avery Chenier, Jeremy Roach, JR. How are you guys doing? I'll start off with you, Avery. How are you doing? Awesome. It, hey, we're three and one. We weren't going to go 162 and 0, but three and one's a pretty good start. It's electric being in the building on Friday. Happy to have baseball back. Blue Jays are back. It's a wagon. Yeah, hey, doing well. You, How th- you doing, man? We talked about it. We said two and one of the first series, we'd be happy, and we got that. So happy. <clears throat> you know, Avery yeah. and I went. Avery and I went to the game, which we can get into. But the atmosphere is, seems like it's going to be electric this year. And, They've added some new shit to that Rogers Center, which I didn't expect in a million years that they would add. Um, that Johnny, like I the think light you're, show? Are you the, light the light show, show? Yeah. the light show, it shocked me. I couldn't believe it when they turned off the lights. Like, what is it? Explain it to people like me who've never been to the game yet. What What is the light show? Avery knows more about what they do in college, but like they like flicker the lights in college, right, Ave? Like sometimes, yeah, so like Mississippi State in college does it. They like flicker the lights, but they're not. They're all like regular colored lights but the jays put in like some mm-hmm. led shit so it's all these like different colored lights it's like an edm concert at the start of the start of the game you know what they needed that they you know they needed because honestly i had a couple of people that went to the game that didn't really knew like know uh what it's like what the roger center was like and holy shit it left a good impression in their mouth so i mean and obviously uh, let's go into it right now okay obviously we post these reels and i want you to clip this the Texas Rangers fans are pound for pound the dumbest human beings maybe in baseball. And they're right up there with the Dodgers fans, with the Yankee fans. But the Texas Rangers fans that coming at me in my DMs, coming at me on Twitter, coming at me just in comments, calling me an idiot, saying my mom's chicken strips are ready, whatever the fuck that means. These people are so goddamn stupid. If you're going to come at me and say you have one of the quote-unquote deepest fan base, no, deepest prospects in Major League Baseball, maybe do your research. Your prospect, you're 11th. You are ranked 11th out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball on prospects. So where this the deepest prospect system comes from, I have no goddamn idea. Maybe they don't know how to read. But first of all, and it was just on full display. You got fucking Dane Dunning throwing second that's your number two guy is fucking dane dunning get the fuck out of here with that shit okay and you guys blew a seven nothing fucking lead and we're coming and they're coming out they had the audacity to come at me it just rangers fans are so goddamn dumb and you guys obviously are with the account so you guys know what i'm talking about but like what was your guys reaction like do we're, were we getting good kind of comments or were people agreeing like what was it like because these rangers fans overshadowed everything because they're so goddamn stupid I just want to get after it here on the prospects ranking for the Rangers. So I saw the comment and I, I was like, I can't really tell you five Rangers prospects. And I know a decent amount of prospects. Jack late, Jack later. That's it. Yeah. That's the only one I know. <laughs> There's Josh young. He was the Texas tech guy. Good, good player. Like two guys who should be in the big leagues, 2022, 2023. But then there's Cole Wynn, Ezekiel Duran, Justin Foscu, who's the A&M guy. And then you go down to 10. It's like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> It's it's not it's not that deep, man. So that kind of blew it off. But hey, the reels are buzzing though. Gate fourteen pod. Yeah, yeah, we're we're averaging ten k a reel right now. 
<laughs> is that good, fucking Rangers fans? You fucking losers in the comments saying this podcast is dead after episode one, you bums. That, that was the worst comment we got all time. It's like dead and podcast. And honestly, it was like, to the point. And you know a comment is bad when like people who don't even follow you are agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. Like the rain, like the Rangers fans are so dumb, dude. Like I've, I didn't even realize they had a dumb fan base. Cause we've had some Rangers on my podcast, like my other podcast. And they're like, or Rangers players. And they're like decent. The fans are actually supportive, but then you get in the mud with these guys and they're just the stupidest human beings ever. Like the, the Rays, if you're the Tampa Bay Rays and you're saying we have one of the deepest prospect systems. Yeah. You're number one or number two. And literally in all of baseball, but when you're fucking 11th and you're celebrating like you got fucking God, like Shohei Otani in your minor league system coming up, get the fuck out of here. There's And it got showed on display this week. <laughs> you'd think if you had best better prospects, you'd have a fucking num- better number two than Dane Dunning, dude. And let's go into it. The series game, game on Friday, right? We're all dialed in watching that game on Friday. It was electric. Um, I mean, the Jays bats, it just goes to show you, like, you mm-hmm. might as well just always have your gambling app open during a Jays game if they're down and just try to live hammer whatever the fuck you can get because these guys literally don't give a shit what the score is and what was what was the atmosphere like you guys were there on Friday right so yeah. the Jays obviously start going off and stuff like that what was the atmosphere like at that game it was like they almost got down so early that it was good for them because if we're if we're down seven nothing in the fourth or the fifth it's like okay this game's over but it was like we're Brad Miller opening the season, hitting a home run was legit <laughs> nightmare fuel. There's nothing worse than 90 year old Brad Miller. Yeah. Left center off the fucking, the facing of the wall. It couldn't have been worse, but it's like the crowd was okay. I didn't think they got down as bad as they could have at the start of the game. Yeah. I think, I think that like we literally like the fact that the Rogers Center made the Blue Jays players nervous was kind of absurd to start the year, which is a good sign. But like you could tell Barrios was obviously shaky. Like they the whole light show before the game, like they turned off the entire like lights in the Rogers Center. Like you could tell they were fired up to play and they just got fucking they just got rocked to start that game. Like it was just dead silent. Uh, in the Roger Center, but you could tell, like Avery and I could tell, a lot of bandwagoners were obviously at the game. Yeah, and that's the, the wave. The wave. We'll talk about that, but the wave was going constantly there. I wrote and down you, some notes. I wrote down some notes. This. Jr., please clip this. Please, God, clip this because the the TikTok is reels are buzzing. If you are a Toronto Blue Jays fan, you do the wave at any point in the game, losing, winning. You are a scumbag crumb bum whatever you want to be you are dead to me if you stand up and your hands go up and you start doing the woo and i start seeing some bullshit wave around the rogers center you are a loser and you're sorry and you're above the age of 15 okay that's where i draw the limit where your brain is almost fully developed if you're doing the wave above the age of 15 what the fuck are you thinking like the wave is a joke it really is i I don't know why like what's the point of it like the wave what? happened in the uh, third inning, by the way. I'd like to let you know. <laughs> I wrote it down in my notes that it was the third inning I saw the first is wave. as bandwagon fan as I've ever seen, and it's got to stop. If I see that, I'm alive betting the other team. I'm fading the Jays. I never will do it. If I see the wave, I'm fading the Jays. Another thing play- I had a problem with really made me very angry for no reason 
game was set to start at 707. First pitch was 731. That's like, gonna stop too. Someone like, do the someone do the <laughs> ceremony before. Like you guys know when the game's gonna start. Someone must have it. fucked up. Like someone must have fucked up. No, How are you 30 minutes late? That. I don't even think it's that. What I think it is is we gotta start holding people's asses to the fire because yeah. we gamble on this shit. Mm-hmm. When I see 707 start time, I'm expecting the pitch out of Barrios' hand at 70701. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to like, and it's the same thing with hockey. Like hockey games start at seven and it, the, the puck drop is until seven eighteen. I don't get it. You can't do the, the ceremonies before. And we got Garrett Cole crying about a two minute <laughs> difference, like a little pussy. I, I, well, I'm not even going to go into that guy. I mean, holy shit. But we, I got to bring this up. So Barrios obviously struggled two two innings or two outs. Sorry. He struggled in the spring. He wasn't good in the spring. When do we start putting on the panic button for this guy? Because in the spring, he was kind of getting shelled by like triple A'ers. And now he doesn't even, against the Poverty Rangers, the number one, enemy number one for this podcast. What Are we nervous? Like, when do we do the panic button? Two more starts, one more? Like, what are we saying here? We got, it. it's got to be three starts probably before I'm like, okay, we got real issues here. What about you, Jared? <laughs> I, I have a hard time like seeing him, like he's been on, horrendous twins team where he was like, he just figured it out. He mustered out. He started off the year horrendous with the twins. Um, I don't think there'll be a panic button. I think like this guy has like shown in the past, he's had horrendous starts and he seems to figure out he's, he's a quality start machine. I, I would put money on him getting a quality start in his next. Okay. Time. Okay. We'll ignore that then. Ryu, what the fuck is this guy saying? Holy shit, dude. I'm not even lying. And the, the panic button started last year with this guy. I mean, the only good start I think he had the second half was that Jays clinching game when they beat the Orioles by 15 or whatever it was in the, mm-hmm. uh, game 162. What the fuck is this guy doing? Honestly, what is he doing, man? Like, we can't be ha- – like, the Jays can't have that. Like, if you want to make a playoff run, you can't have a starter that every time this guy's in, I'm clenching my ass cheeks and I'm like, they're going to lose this shit. Like – what where do you guys see like what is going on with this dude where do, where do you see what do you see with this guy i'm worried about third time around the order with ryu like for this entire year like i think people are just on to him i mean he's been an era pitcher his entire career and obviously last year was seemed like a down year and it, everyone's expecting to potentially bounce back but oh man, soft throwing lefty i think i see him as a four five on this team obviously like i think like being a four or five on the Jays, like do your, do your job, like get five, get six innings. But I don't, I'm not too concerned about Ryu. I think that like, he's a veteran in the league. I, I think he'll figure out his shit, but he's, I mean, he had double digit wins last year. Let's not forget. So in a bad year. Well, yeah. In a bad year. But I think that he just, he's a, he knows his role. Like he's a four or five guy. So I'm not, I'm not too know. concerned. Ava, are you concerned? Uh, I mean, I'm always going to be a little bit concerned, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he was the guy that wasn't seeing his family and stuff, right? That was all talk. Like, he wasn't seeing his family. He was out. Of, he had a kid who didn't see for a whole year. Like, he thought, okay, now he's with his family. They're in Toronto with him. Maybe he can figure it out. But, yeah, I'm going to worry soft lefty, too. If people figure you out. I was a soft left, throwing lefty my whole life. People figure out you're you got nothing. What, what, do, you, what do you guys think of – like none of the pitchers look good. Let's be honest. Like Gosman was his below yeah. was not Gosman was throwing like 93, 94. 
Like, does that not worry you? Like, that fucking worries me because he's supposed to be our dog pretty much. Like, I, I, I will say, yeah, I will say this. The Jays are going to go as far as Alec Manoa takes them. I, I, like, doesn't that worry you to, like, <laughs> shit, though? Okay, do or, do or die game tomorrow. Manoa. Do you throw Manoa? Uh, Manoa, 10 times out of 10. What that guy did, and obviously mm-hmm. recording this Monday night, what that guy did to the Yankees lineup in those situations, I'm talking bases loaded and Stanton is up. Like, I'm like, we're not talking bums here. All right. We're talking. Noah is so young. I believe he's 23, or yeah. maybe he's my age. Or, I play, yeah, yeah, we my, played against yeah. I played against him. Yeah. Humble brag. Is that good? Yeah, Manoa wiped us. Uh, yeah, like he's the guy. Like he's mm-hmm. the he's the guy, the Jays ace. It's him and Barrios. Like they're gonna be going back and forth all year. And Boston better figure out the fucking velo because yeah. a soft throwing righty with a, a, a good a good breaking stuff, I will say that. But a soft throwing righty against the Yankees lineup where you have guys that just launch fucking soft throwing righties to the moon like Judge and Stanton, I don't like that. I don't know what the fuck Kevin Gossman's doing. Is it the elevation in Toronto that this guy's not hitting like – what is this guy doing? And obviously, you guys watched more of the game than I did Saturday. I, I was I was at the Phillies game. I was keeping up though. But what was he doing? Like, he didn't make that many. Like, he wasn't really blowing shit past guys or just getting a lot of punches. Right? He only had five, I believe it was, or six. Yeah, he I think just, he had yeah four or five. I don't know the number, but he was just in the middle of the zone. I thought he didn't really make good out pitches. But I it, just think about it for me. I'm I'm gonna look at it optimistically. If we can win these games pitching this poorly just imagine what we can do when we pitch well like mm-hmm. like last year like last year the end of the stretch like the end of the season when our when the jays bullpen was like just lights out so i don't know man i will say like ryu what i saw last year and this year at the start of this year i don't fucking like it because last year i went like i don't know what the stats are obviously the jays mm-hmm. lost, were out by one game he pitched a pretty good amount of losses at the end of that last year where he wouldn't go even out of three innings or four innings and they'd have to go to long relief. But if it gets to that point, are you comfortable with Ross Stripling, who I got to tip my cap to? That guy's been incredible mm-hmm. out of the bullpen. Right? Yep. Ross Stripling is really – he's been really good out of the bullpen. So are you going to tip – are you going to at some point maybe give Ryu that extra rest that he always needs? Or is it – is are we going to let Ross Stripling kind of finesse his way back into that real rotation? What do you guys think? This te- the team's too good to be a six man rotation, I think, and we're going to need enough bullpen help from what we've been doing. But Ryu doing anything but being our third starter is going to be a like a loss from a lost season for him in my books. Like it's just he needs to pitch well for this team to do well. We paid him to pitch well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know what money he's getting, but it was the first real investment that the management did to start getting this thing going, right? So, I'd, I would just be real disappointed if it's Ross Stripling over Ryu at the end of the season. Yeah, and I but, and also, even this is speaking on on tonight, and I mentioned the Jays are going to go as far as Alcmanoa. The Jays are going to go as far as that bad motherfucker playing center field. That George, That man, George Springer, is worth every goddamn penny that, that, that Rodgers is giving this fucking guy. That guy won the game tonight himself. 3 nothing, three nothing. George Springer tonight. That guy, if he stays healthy the whole season in that lineup, I'm talking silver slugger. I'm talking one of the best center fielders in the game when he's fully healthy. And he's in our backyard playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. I haven't been able to say that since 
Vernon Wells, maybe. I mean, Kevin Pillar, this, that. The guy, the guy couldn't hit, save his fucking life. George Springer can literally do every single goddamn thing on the field. And the Jays are going to go as far as George Springer, right? I mean, that, what that guy did tonight against the Yankees, what he did to JMO on that little breaking ball launched over left field fence. George Springer is the backbone of this team that not many people are going to be talking about because of the young stars, right? Mm. Would you over, like, we're looking at MVP odds. I don't know what the numbers are. There's a chance I would take George Springer's MVP to win MVP over Vlad at this point. Based really? on him, based on him, well, value-wise, not thinking that it could happen. Yeah. But if I want to make the most amount of money, just think you're going to hit one in the lineup. If this bottom can do what they've been doing all the time, you're going to have the RBI opportunities. He hits a million leadoff home runs. He's just the catalyst for everything we do. I might look into doing that at some point here. You just need to stay healthy. That's what you said. Yeah, like you're really banking on him being healthy. Like JR, like JR uh, you watched the game tonight. You saw what George Springer can do. And obviously, I think he's raking this year too, correct? I think, what is he hitting? He's hitting 389 yeah, at the mm-hmm. top of the order. I, this guy is the backbone of the team. And he's the guy, unfortunately, he's not going to get talked about as much as he deserves because you got Vladdy, Bo, Teoscar. Lourdes Gurriel, but man, can that fucking guy rake, man. He's not even talked about enough, obviously, with the injuries last year, but fucking he rake. Yeah, no, you look at look at veterans in the starting lineup, and the first guy that comes to mind is George Springer. Like, T. Oscar Hernandez, I don't even think he could speak English, can he? No, uh, I don't think that well. Or maybe he just doesn't yeah. do it in front – because I know Acuna can speak fully. Acuna okay. can speak full English, but he doesn't do it to the media because he doesn't want to, like, get asked millions of questions every single day. I know yeah. that. Well, they get so guess, taken out of contact every time Acuna talks. About yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess T. Oscar and George Springer, like I see those guys as like the two heads there that that been here, I guess, I guess close to the longest in that starting lineup. Um, other than like Danny Jansen, who, who's obviously Rest in peace to his them, MVP man. season. Yeah. Man. That yeah. was awesome this weekend. Jano can't catch a fucking break, bro. I, te- mm-hmm. I texted him and he's, he, what did he say? Um, he said he's all good, but mm-hmm. the guy can't catch a break. I mean, he was raking this. What weekend, a start. Man. We were pumped like, to see him. Dude, every Friday. single time this like I was refreshing my phone or like turning the game on, this guy was launching a baseball. He's the, <laughs> is he the he's the home run leader for the Chase right now. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Chase had two, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess George two. Springer has two also. Yeah. Technically, yeah, you're right. George Springer mm-hmm. does have two. But I love to see guys like Jano who are so good defensively have the who have switched shit up. I believe this off season, he said he was hitting with Dante Bichette and, and uh, Bo. So I'm telling you, man, if, if he can stay fully healthy, all those rumors, cause he's, I know Jano, right? Like Jano knows he's looking in the back of behind him and he sees Gabriel Moreno coming up. One mm. of the best prospects in baseball catching wise. And he sees that shit. He knows he has to make it hard for the Jays to be like, all right, we're going to have to call Moreno up. Mm-hmm. He's not an idiot. So it, if Danny Jansen can keep hitting like this, I think Kirk's going to have to get traded, boys. I think Kirk's going to have to be gone if Jano can hit like this because what he can produce behind the dish and how he, and if he can hit like this, this is going to be nightmare fuel for this lineup. If you can just have a guy in the eight hole just raking. So I think, I think Kirk has to go if, it, if Jano continues to like show at least a little bit more consistency than he did last year. If he hits 245 with 19 home runs, He's doing everything that we need pretty much. It can't, it can't be the 215 of last year or whatever it yeah. was, but I think he had a really good second half. The, talking about Alejandro Kirk, one of the things I do not like about him is he is the shortest person on the field, and wearing high socks is not 
not True. a good, good look. In for the him. analytics, we're we're talking analytics here, right? Like, it's just a terrible look. Like, style is massive. Teoscar Hernandez has great style, even though mm. he's just very simple. Bo Bichette has great style. Kirk, it's just like a there should be some sort of MLB rule. Like, it to be a certain height. Like guys like that are short, like me shouldn't be able to wear high socks it just it's a terrible visual it's a really bad visual you must be this tall to ride it's the yeah. same thing this tall to wear socks yeah like if you're a rangers fan you can't wear socks because you're a <laughs> fucking loser i like that's how it should be i man i'll be honest this this weekend really showed and i believe the jays actually broke a shit ton of records for views on opening day right yeah i, I saw think it was something. like mm-hmm what was that stat? I don't remember. It was like there was an infographic 3? that came out with like Hazel May tweeted it. Yeah, Hazel May is still dead to me from that uh, Michael Brantley tweet. I don't know if she's like that for you guys, well, but when she said the Jays are getting Michael Brantley after George Springer, I was like, holy fuck! I'll <laughs> tell you one thing: we could use a goddamn lefty in our lineup. I think Kevin Biggio is just dead. He's never yeah. gonna play again. <laughs> Espinal is a three hundred hitter right now. What the fuck do we do? We're kind of in a pickle here. We have a full righty lineup. Is that even <laughs> a so thing? Bad. Does any other team in the in the majors have that? Like, are we? It's a good problem team? to have, though. I will say, no, that it it's is a good problem to mm-hmm. have a lineup full of guys that rate that you can't like take out of the lineup because they're righties. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, it's going to get to the point where teams are going to just start throwing lefties yeah. or throwing like or just throwing guys out of the bullpen that are well against righties, and we're like Jays are going to be like, what the fuck. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know who, who's a good lefty that a J, like a platoon guy the Jays could trade for, but they really do need a left-handed bat. And Espinal, I mentioned it the last episode. Credit to me, 15 pounds. This guy's gained of muscle. This really? guy is fucking yoked now. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Do you see this guy on TV? Big body. I, I he was like a smaller guy last year. I remember. I didn't really like. I didn't really look into him getting bigger, but. I oh, bet you it, next time I see him, I'm going to see him. I mean, this guy's raking. And it's going to get to the point where, like, Calvin Biggio might as well just go work for Daddy. He might go, might have to go do hitting clinics with uh, Craig Biggio in Houston. I, like, he needs I'm to be so a grad assistant at Notre Dame is what he's going to do. I'm so done with this Calvin Biggio narrative, man. Like, last, I was trying to be positive last week. I was trying to, like, maybe he'll do this, maybe do that. The guy just can't hit. He just he can't do. There's no benefit to this guy being on the field. He just hold. If I see him, at, if I'm at the Rogers Center, I see that new jumbotron. I see Calvin Biggio in the eight or nine hole. I'm like, you got to be fist fucking me. I'm taking the under for that inning. I'm taking no runs scored this inning. The nerfy, like we, like this weekend. Did he kind of solidify like this guy's a dead dog or what do you guys think? Friday night at least he was in for what two plate appearances and then they took him out and Espinal hit a double in the gap right away. And I was like, we're just not going to see him touch the field ever again. Yeah. I think he had that good, like first year because like, I guess pitchers were just throwing to him normally and he had a good eye. Like he's always been a guy with a good eye, but I think now pitchers are just completely attacking him and he just, he just can't hit. And like, you wonder like last year, the narrative was, well, if this guy's father wasn't a major league player before, would he be, would he even be in the majors? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, why is he even here at this point? I don't know, man. And like, I, and t- you're talking about guys looking behind their shoulder. I mean, our next guest, Jordan Groshans, mm-hmm. he's coming up and he's raking at every level. I know damn well if I'm Ross Atkins or if I'm like Mark Shapiro, 
I'm sell. I'm giving away fucking Tavin Biggio for a low A prospect. This guy is worth nothing now. He really isn't. Because I'm teams look at that shit and they're like, this guy is worth nothing to us. He mm-hmm. he has no value. But it's a good problem to have when Cavan Biggio is one of your worst hitters. It really yeah. is. That's He'd be the Rangers' shit. top prospect, right? Yeah, he, yeah, no, for sure. He's he's lighting up Jack Leiter. Jack Leiter <laughs> is now public enemy number one for me. I like I I I wish nothing but bad things to that guy's career on the field, just like I did for Robbie Ray. And <laughs> the Mariners this weekend, not great against the Twins. Not great. And I believe they're losing right now on Monday night. They're losing four one to the Twins. And when that man Byron Buxton is hitting five thousand foot nukes against your ass, you got a problem because that, that their whole division like that can hit. So I don't know, but I'm I, after watching that Jays game tonight, like just looking at the highlights and just seeing the fucking magician plays Bo was making. This season is going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a movie. He was uh, he get, also hasn't hit at all. So just think about that. Like I think he has one hit this year. Yeah. Oh, what is he hitting? Let's see. Yeah, he's hitting 222. Okay. He had three punchies tonight, over five with three punchies, man. God I, damn, bro. I think he was yesterday too. He was like that. But I'm gonna uh, say this. I don't like Zach Collins. Is it just me? Are we just like I think we just like took in a shit ton of lefties, like shitty lefties, and then just hope, <laughs> pray to fucking God that <laughs> one of them pans out. Because Tapia, I feel like, is just, like, the charity case. Like, all right, Tapia, you go in right today. And then, of course, you just hit fucking all grounders, like we talked about. And then Zach Collins, like, he was kind of just, like, the guy there. Like, when they announced him, like, everyone was kind of like, who the fuck is Zach Collins? Like, of course. I honestly didn't know who he was. Why didn't we just have McGuire still? Like, what was the point of trading, though? (laughs) I guess because McGuire was a righty, right? I thought he was left-handed for some reason. I, I thought he was too, but I'm pretty sure he was right-handed. Uh, I know Zach Collins, a lefty hitter, but fuck it. Let's be the first fucking team that wins a World Series with all righties. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we gotta embrace yeah. it. Yeah. Reese McGuire's yeah. a lefty hitter. I just looked it up. Oh, okay. is he? Yeah, that didn't make. I guess because uh, maybe Reece he's McGuire... a from jerking off in a vehicle. <laughs> now, that, <laughs> was, that, was a, that was a story that got kind of brushed off. But I remember they. We they gotta were... bring that back, Reese McGuire. People listening, Reese McGuire jerked off a vehicle outside of the spring training facility. Okay. He has a hotel room. He is a millionaire and he jerked off in a vehicle and no one's talking about that. That, that was absurd. Is, How do you get caught though? Like he's Reese McGuire. He looks like a dude that jacks off in a car. He does. <laughs> Am I wrong? He looks like a guy that jerks off in a vehicle. I remember the news report said, like, I pretty much, pretty much said that, like, it was a nobody from double A. It's like, this guy was in the majors. Like, he's not a nobody. <laughs> he, that guy's lawyer should be, like, paid trillions of dollars for that story not being bigger. Mm-hmm. He really should. I don't know if he swept it under the rug or just did keyword phrases on the internet where you can't say, but I don't know if he has OJ's lawyer or no, OJ's lawyer is Kardashian's. Yeah, but this man just scot-free and i guarantee you when he goes to other like visiting parks no one is saying one of the best chirps you could say to a dude you could have signs of this guy jerking mm-hmm. off in a fucking vehicle it was a walmart have, like, parking lot wasn't it yeah the guy should the guy the, the fact that that gets swept under the rug is ludicrous doesn't make any sense 
So Reese McGuire for Collins, like, what the fuck are you? Zach doing? Collins is a career one ninety five hitter. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I mean, like, he's not even gonna like, like, was he gonna pinch hit? I guess like we're. For I guess what? we're just. He gets to hit nineteen times out of a hundred at bats. <laughs> I'm not a pinch hitter. I wasn't a fucking pinch hitter in school, and this guy's a pinch hitter in the major fucking leagues. He doesn't even launch. He does no. He has literally no benefit to the Toronto Blue Jays. Like, None. there's guys in Triple A. Just fuck it. Call up Moreno. Why would we hmm. even trade for a catcher? Just call Moreno. He's literally in the minors, and there's no manipulation shit anymore. Just call up Moreno. The, he's public enemy number one. Even if Collins like plays once every twenty games, he's he's the worst. I hate him. I watched his at bat. That was one of the at bats I watched. I think it was. Yeah, he was in the lineup today. Yeah. Terrible. He's terrible. No, I hate him. I really do. And he's kind of got this like blonde beard as well that I didn't love. So we got to look into that as well. Sucks. What does he look like? Like he's he's just a big white dude. (laughs) He just like he has no chin. He looks like a fucking thumb. Zach Collins Mm -hmm. looks like a thumb. And and of course, 0 for 3. 0 for 3 in his Blue Jay debut. Of course. And honestly, I miss Reese McGuire. I miss Reese McGuire because that guy every once in a while will get into one and have little streaks, and he actually could hit. So I don't, that was one of the most head-scratching fucking trades I've ever seen. Zach Collins. So, And honestly, man, we got – like the Jays have a pretty good amount of games left like in the next couple of weeks where it's – the Jays could very well be like 15-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, First 20. The A's coming to town next week. And I want to say this. I watched the A's this weekend. They have one of the worst lineups I've ever seen in my life. I genuinely think the Jays AAA team would absolutely wax the Phillies, like the Athletics. Have you seen that lineup? They got rid have of. You seen that lineup? They got rid of everyone and your boy, eh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, struggled this weekend. He struggled this weekend. But Kirby Snead out of the bull. I, they are one. Of, Elvis Andrus is on that team. Yeah. That guy was playing when I was fucking twelve years old <laughs> for the ship bum Texas Rangers. Yeah. Man, he is uh, that line. The J if the Jays don't sweep the A's this week, <laughs> the A's just fucked over the uh Rays tonight. Yeah, it was eight nothing last time I checked. Patino got hurt though, the race yeah. starter after four yeah. four out. Oh, really? I didn't see that. There should be some fireworks though in that series. Like, we should the, just fucking 20 of our up. next 23 games are against the Yankees, Red Sox, and Astros, though. Like, this is a tough stretch for the Jays. Coming I'm not really start. that. I'm not really that sold on the Astros, but fucking Bregman hit again. This guy is nasty. Holy shit, mm-hmm. Bregman's nasty. I don't like the Astros rotation, but the Yankees tonight, the Bronx Bombers, zero fucking runs at home after losing to the Red Sox on Sunday night. I had the I had the Red Sox money line plus one fifty, whatever. Um, the Yankees are pathetic. And I, I'm actually kind of nervous though for Kikuchi tomorrow because the Yankees not scoring. They're, I'm thinking about the do method. The do the, the Yankees are due to score some runs tomorrow. It might be a Yankees money line. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go Yankees money line on this podcast, but are you nervous for Kikuchi tomorrow against that lineup? I'm kind of nervous. I don't think it, stadium. it doesn't matter the lineup. I think I'm just nervous to watch him pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kikuchi was always the guy that I know we talked about Ryu going to the bullpen, but like I always had my eyes on if Kikuchi struggles, like he's going to the pen. How, what was the contract? Two years? Three years. Two? Oh, fuck. That's mm-hmm. nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I This gave me a lot of hope, though, seeing what the Jays' bullpen – like, 
I got to say this. I got to give my flowers to these guys. Trevor Richards, this guy, this pickup, I fucking love him. He is so good out of the bullpen. Am I wrong? He is this. He kind of struggled a little bit tonight throwing strikes. But I, I don't know, man. He's been a fucking savior, dude. Like, when the Jays bullpen was struggling last year, in my mind, I was like, please, God, put Trevor Richards in. I, I love Trevor Richards. He was that one guy where I'm like, all right, this guy's going to give me at least – he's going to give me at least, like, a competitive effort on the mound. I'm like Tyler Chatwood. I love mm-hmm. Trevor Richards. He's probably my favorite guy to the bullpen right now besides Romano. Who would you guys say – if you could trust three guys in the bullpen right now, obviously we're going to take out Romano because he's a closer. So that's, that, that's kind of different. He got the record today, too. Jay's record. Yeah, I got got the record tonight. Who do you trust out of that bullpen? So, first of all, this is something I want to say. Yimmy Garcia's name is now Jimmy Garcia. When did that change? Yeah, that is fucked up. I I don't know. (laughs) What the fuck is that? His name was Yimmy Garcia for years, and now everyone's just calling him Jimmy, which I kind of like. Funny name, Jimmy Garcia. Yeah, it's like a guy that throws gas. Jimmy Garcia, Jordan Romano, and Adam Simber at this point. No, you can't say Romano. Okay, then. Yeah, I gotta go Richards then probably. I love Richards, man. Merriweather maybe, but he's kind of pitched like shit. Merriweather's been shit though since the ban of Sticky uh, Sticky stuff, right? He's been one of those guys that it's like this guy's been terrible. But Yimmy Garcia or Jimmy Garcia, I didn't realize how good he was when the Jays got him. He is a he is a very good relief pitcher. Like I Mm -hmm. love him out of the bullpen. And you throw that guy with Simber and then Richards and shit like that. It's all, it's just incredible. I, and Adam Simber for a guy that throws fucking 86, which is what like a Juco D three guy throws. I don't know. I don't know how guys don't hit this. How do you not hit Adam Simber? What is it? Is it the, is it the, the release point? Inside, like, what is it? It has to be the release point, right? Jer? Yeah. He kind of reminds me of a, uh... A guy we used to play with. Like he's got he's like a dog on the mound. Like he could just tell, like he's like fucking into it. Like I love to see that shit. Like that's the shit I love. He reminds me of Hoover, Avery. Oh, just, Riley. Just Hoover. gets on the mound and like <laughs> doing anything to get an out type of guy. But you could tell, like, he's got a little funky delivery going on. But this might be a little controversial, but I'm putting Nate Pearson healthy in my top three out of our pen. No, last year he was hitting 99. I'm not saying that. I'm not being mm-hmm. biased about okay. that because like I think that like it's a no like I don't want to fucking see Nate Pearson in our rotation. Like I think he's just fucking in your in the bullpen or rotation. What bullpen or rotation? I want him in the bullpen. Like okay. as I don't setup want him man. in the rotation. Mm-hmm. I don't want him in the rotation at all. He's a Actually, great setup man. He's a great setup man, and a guy with an arm like that, he can just let it eat for an mm-hmm. inning and not have to yeah. worry about longevity or just like yeah. going five or six innings. I never thought he was going to be a starter. I, like when I met, like when I had him on like three or three years ago, I would, I was asking him questions as if he was a reliever. I, to be honest, I didn't really know he was a starter. Mm-hmm. I just assumed he was a reliever. Like he throws way too hard, first of all. And he has, he's very injury prone as well. I'd rather have him a setup guy that throws one inning, lets that motherfucker eat hitting 99, a mm-hmm. hundred. And then you got Joe Romano coming in and he's just doing the same shit. I think that one too. And then, in the seven six, you have like I said, Garcia, Richards, Garcia, mm-hmm. Simber. That's a very solid bullpen. But Nate Pearson, first of all, has to be healthy. I mean, that yeah. guy's just never healthy. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna cut away from what we're doing right here. We're gonna announce the winner of the jersey giveaway. Liam Murray, seventeen year old from Brampton, Ontario. Congratulations, young buck! First ever 
So this is something you get to tell your grandkids about. So the first ever winner, the Gate 14 jersey giveaway, Gate 14 giveaway in general. We're going to be doing more shit like this. We're going to be doing maybe like a lot of autograph stuff because we have a lot of friends of the show that play on the team. Um, we're doing stuff like that, so just stay tuned with that. Obviously, um, unbelievable amount of support right out of the gate. I mean, we gained like 250 followers in like a day, literally a day. So stuff like that definitely works. But um, yeah, so congratulations, Leo Murray. I'm going to follow you on our account and then I'm going to DM you or whatever. We'll figure something out. But yeah, obviously, so I don't want people getting start chirping saying we don't actually give away our shit. <laughs> I'm going to give something away to this guy. I'm not just a little fucking weasel. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. Um, but anyways, yeah, hopefully it's not uh, Collins or whatever the fuck the catcher's name is. Jersey. I already <laughs> forgot it. Hopefully it's not that jersey. If it's that jersey, we're not doing it. Plain and simple. All right. and, it's, and maybe if it's a blank jersey, that's fine too. Or actually, can't be your last name. Can't. Are you guys last name on the jersey type of guys? No. Fuck no. I, I got a bad take, like a horrendous take, where I don't like wearing jerseys of people younger than me too. I don't know about that take though, man. <laughs> that caused a lot of stir. That always causes stir okay, listen, people. You're right. You're right to a certain extent. I think at our age, if we're wearing Vladdy jerseys, that's kind of all right. Yeah. He's like I two agree. years younger than us. Um, it's like the 60 year olds wearing the OHL jerseys. It's just a thought in my head <laughs> where it's where it just like, you can't do that. I agree. I tell you, like, and we're going to get a lot of comments saying, like, you guys are gatekeeping fucking jerseys. Like, what are you doing? It's just it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I, I respect the – when I see an old guy wearing a Joe Carter jersey, I'm like, this guy's seen some shit. This guy has seen some fucking shit. I, this guy doesn't fuck around. When I see a guy, like a 60-year-old guy wearing a Boba Chester jersey, I'm like, this guy's a bandwagoner. Like, this guy was not a Jays guy when they were wearing the powder blues. And you're right. You hit the nail on the head with that. That's actually a really good take to a certain extent. When it's like 30-year-olds, 20-year-olds wearing wearing – Springer, Vladdy, Bo jerseys where they're they're still in their like early adult years where they can kind of say I was there during Vladdy's prime or Bo Bichette's prime. That's fine. But if it's like a 50, 60 year old, like what are you doing? <laughs> Unless it's your son, then okay, I understand that. But I kind of can agree with that. I can see where you're coming from with that take for sure. Why you got you got you got roasted for that or what? It's just there was a guy in the office who just loved loves jerseys and i like jerseys too like it was a college thing you just wear jerseys all the time yeah and i I grew up a little bit i took the jerseys off the wall i put up posters you know i just i had to grow up a little bit yeah no it's a i think it's a horrendous take but it's something i'm taking a like firm stance on really i yeah i could definitely see it man i could definitely see it like i don't know where to go with that it's like if I'm 30 years old, I'm not buying like a 19 year old, like a Gabriel Moreno jersey. I'm not buying a fucking Moreno jersey. I, like us having Vladdy jerseys. I'm only 24, right? Like, it's not that di- weird. It's not that like massive age difference where it's you, you're you're kind of a creep for doing it. But if you're 40, 50, and you're wearing a Gabriel Moreno jersey, it's not ideal. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see where you can go with that. Not as bad as the fucking autograph seekers or the foul ball seekers, a.k.a. foul ball guy when you're 40 years old. Those human beings are the worst fucking people. If you are over 30, 40 years old, or maybe 20, honestly, if you're 20, and you're collecting baseball autographs from guys that play a fucking a child sport, 
and they like they're just normal human beings that play baseball that are good at it. If you collect autographs over the age of 20 to 25, you are a loser. Or if you go early and try to catch fly balls at practice or BP, you're a loser. Is that a bad thing? What if you bring uh I think the autograph is a little little far. Like are you talking about well, autograph? He, he's talking about like the fat guys who have the binders full of cards at spring yes. training. Yeah, okay. Who send, who send like their young children to go get the autograph so they can sell it on eBay. Yeah. Okay. Those, those people guys, are the worst. I agree with the autograph seekers. Autograph. Yeah, I agree with the people who are bringing gloves to baseball games over the age of 30 or even to be honest, probably 20 20 years old. Yeah, if, if, my a glove a, if my buddy wears a glove to the Jays game, he's that, like he's just a loser to me. We, I don't know. It's hilarious did, to see those guys did, in the 500 we, level though. <laughs> like even I did ball. see with Johnny like you might like we were thinking that like this could be a good punishment, but this guy was wearing full uniform at the Jays game. Socks up. <laughs> that, but that's a stick though. That's a funny stick. I feel like that guy is self-aware where he knows it's a no, loser. No, thing no, no. He seemed he was with his like wife. It was very <laughs> like he wasn't even with the boys. He was just with his wife, like holding oh, hands. Oh my god! He he was fired up to get on the screen too. He was so. Oh happy. my god! What a loser! <laughs> I really hope that's not true. I hope that's not. A, I hope it's a stick. And I hope this clip, if we post this on TikTok, I hope this finds him because that is criminal. If that guy is find- actually. We literally need a great to find punishment him. for something we come up with, though. Yeah. Full jersey to the game. We need to get him on the podcast. Yes. I would actually. Die. Yes. I we need to find him. him on Twitter. There's probably someone probably put a couple pictures on Twitter. I I want to search it. You got like <laughs> that it was, is. It was all time. It was right away too. Jared turns to me. And he says, "You see that shit? <laughs> yeah, I did." Full. I'm just gonna search full Blue Jays jersey. This has to come up, right? It was. It might have been more than one person too. Oh fuck! It was because I know which one you're talking about because I saw it on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and it you you know he wasn't a baseball guy because he wore tweeners like on purpose. I think I found him right here. Yeah, yeah. He's holding hands <laughs> with the. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> But to this extent, like these guys, they are self-aware. They're joking. Yes, yeah. Like, yes, I up. agree. Yeah. This guy is wearing Mizuno cleats. <laughs> are they cleats? Are they like yeah, he's wearing Mizuno cleats? <laughs> that is the funniest picture I've ever seen. All right. Imagine your wife being like, let's go to the game, and then your husband comes down. <laughs> and, and you're that. like, all right, let me get my fucking. Yeah, I got my game on. day fit on, honey. <laughs> my god he's wearing shoes all right we need to find this guy and okay if post is if if you are this human being you have an open invite to the podcast open invite to the podcast if you are fully self-aware of what the fuck you're doing we need you on this that is this is going to be the episode graphic we're going to announce the episode Mm -hmm. drops tomorrow this is going to be the picture that's it it's going to be this we'll do the whole the hands life but that is bananas to me dude i had no idea I, I i saw that picture i thought it was a joke but why is tim and friends sending the clapping hands emoji like this guy's in the biggest fucking bum ever <laughs> yeah That's it's not really something it? yeah it's yeah. not really something to like plot like if you are if you were like 
clapping at this. This guy does the wave. I, I'm I'm willing minus five million. This guy's doing the fucking wave of the Jays games. He's maybe st- trying to start one. The guys yeah. that start the wave, by the way, are so goddamn annoying because they just oh keep my going, god three two one <laughs> and no one and everyone there and everyone like the section's like dude sit the fuck down like shut up those guys the people were the into it booing? Johnny I'm gonna say they were into it the, the five hundred booing were they booing on pickoffs um maybe one many I don't even know if there was a pickoff <laughs> really the entire game yeah I don't. I would have noted that. I don't recall I anything. The Tom comment on that tweet is, is that too low? <laughs> it looks like him. And I think he's still on the Jays' payroll. So that is a good tweet. That is a very good response to that tweet. But I am all in on uh, full uniform Jays guy. Need you on the podcast yesterday. By the way. Like this, if he comes on the podcast, out of all the guests I've ever gotten, this is number one. This is the mm-hmm. white whale now. I yeah. won't sleep until this man is on the podcast. And I'm assuming there might be like quote tweets like um he his Twitter handle is Blue Jays fan 1993, <laughs> right? Like I bet if we Dude, that. I don't know why this is like universally like loved on Twitter. This guy's a loser. And <laughs> listen, listen, I, I people oh, if, he's, I found if him. he's totally I found okay. Him. I, found him. I found him. I think this might be him. I'm not sure, but I think this might be a troll tweet. Blue Jays dork. Is this <laughs> that's his name? I think I might have found him. We might have been on I don't know if this is a joke. This might be a joke. Never mind. If it is Blue Jays Dork, though, we'd love to have you on the podcast because yeah. I'd love to just pick your brain on that. But we'll definitely do something in the season. Like if I have a take that's like opposite of your guys, or if you guys want opposite take of mine or whatever, like something like that. Loser has to wear a full Jays jersey. Um and uh, what cleats? Not obviously metal. No metal like cleats. Mis- metal turfs. 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 Turf. Mm-hmm. You have to wear turfs. You have to wear turfs. So um, that's what we're gonna do. That's and you have to bring a glove. You have to bring a glove to the game. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Maybe batting helmet that. too. Yeah. Maybe wait, maybe batting gloves. What about batting? <laughs> yeah, you have to go yeah. batting glove on your not on your throwing hand. Oh my real God, glove. That'd be <laughs> fucking terrible. I'd be so embarrassed. And no, top it off. You have to sit alone. It has to be a solo seat. You have to be in a solo seat, and everyone's looking at you like, one, you're alone at this Jays game, and two, you're in a full fucking uniform. And you can't tell anyone it's like a punishment. Yeah, that's a good, that's that a good vlog. You're that guy. You're wearing maybe a GoPro. I don't know what you're wearing, because then they might know. Maybe we'll have some guys, like a couple sections or rows of, across where they're kind of recording you. But you're sitting by yourself, full Jays uniform, and you can't tell anyone that it's upon it. Pun- like you have to fully be invested in wearing this jersey. That that's what it has to be. So that's what we're gonna do. That's that's the punishment. We're gonna figure something out. Holy or maybe yeah, that would be the most electric goddamn vlog of all time. I think <laughs> it would be, be so like I think it'd be funny. the funniest shit ever. Go train into the game uh, too. Like you have to do it all. That'd be so shit. Yeah, I was thinking so of uh, what would what do you think would happen if we just showed up to the Roger Center and just started doing a pod. In the five, you think we get tossed? No, I don't think so. I, I think it'd be more electric if we started just like uh, recording outside of the Rogers. Center. Yeah, we could set up a table and just start doing a pod. Bring our mics. Okay, I feel like that'd be hilarious. That like live reaction. Yeah, that would definitely be funny. I would do that. That'd be funny mm-hmm. as fuck. We'll There'd be some good TikToks in there. 
Yeah. And there would be some fucking randoms trying to like drunk guys with courage trying to get in the pod. I don't know what the procedure is on that because it, it's like technically like a homeless guy playing the guitar on the sidewalk or no, like, singing. I think it would be, we'd be allowed. Like the bar down does it with their tables. Like I don't set out, they don't set up outside the Leafs, but they just set up in Toronto. But I think if we just come up with a table and yeah. we just set up shop and we just start, we just bring our mics and record, I don't it think would be the funniest shit ever. Sign. It really would like, be. We just have Blue Jays podcast written on a Bristol board. Yeah, or like 814. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. But we'll, let's end the show. We're going to end it off, obviously, this weekend, this week's series, Yankees. And then by the next time we'll talk, I'm assuming, yeah, by the next time we'll talk, it'll just be the Jays got a day off in between there, I believe, right? Um, I think we're four against the Yankees. and then- Yeah, so four against the Yankees. So the next mm-hmm. time we talk, it'll be out. Like the Jays already got one nothing in the series. Um, Garrett Cole, hopefully the game starts on time for Garrett Cole. <laughs> Um, it'd be a damn shame if someone delayed the start time on Wednesday. I would actually suck for Garrett Cole, <laughs> but Barrios maybe bounce back game against Garrett mm-hmm. Cole. That would be electric and body bag him. But worst case scenario, obviously, I see in the series a split, right? I'm happy with the split too. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with a split in New York. Come back to Toronto against the A's, dog walk the A's, and then go from there. Like, that's where I see it happening, but. I'm happy with a split. 3-1 is just taken as absolutely playing with house money, especially at Yankee Stadium. It's hard to win there, especially going up against Garrett Cole. But I, I want to make a bold prediction. The Jays score the most runs against Luis Severino, a guy that is highly touted. Everyone loves this guy, this, all this shit. I think the Jays dog walk Luis Severino and just stops, and they get to the bullpen in like the second or third inning. Because they're going to be going for facing Nestor Cortez, who Yankee fans call Nasty Nestor. Don't, don't know why. And then they go Garrett Cole, and then you end off the series against Severino. Give mm-hmm. me fucking Severino. Give me Garrett Cole and Severino back-to-back now. So that's my prediction. I think the Jays, I'm going to say 2-2 to be safe, but I think it could go 3-1 going I, into this. I mean, and Nestor I'm Cortez is a lefty, and we're all right-handed hitters. It should be a nightmare oh. for him. It's going to be a – I can't – I hope it's like – I'm taking Jay's team total over whatever it's at tomorrow. I don't give a fuck what it's at. I really don't. Whatever it can be, that offense is going to mash with that short porch. And, but I expect Bo Bichette to start hitting again. Mm-hmm. Like I, obviously, I expect him to start hitting again because once that lineup is all in sync, it's going to be an absolute fucking nightmare for everyone. You could have all lefties, righties, whatever out of the bullpen. I don't give a shit. So, yeah, I can see, I can see the sweep, but what's like a – a bull prediction you guys have. Like, obviously, I had my prediction there. The Jays score the most runs off Luis Severino. Kind of bold because Nestor Cortez is the lefty and it's all righties. What do you guys think happens this week that's kind of out of the ordinary? Do you think the Jays mash Garrett Cole or what are, what are we thinking? Maybe I think we get a Lourdes Gurriel two-homer game, one of these next three. He's seen the ball well, right? I, I think he did well tonight too, right? I think he two hits. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've watched the game, but the stats don't come up to me as they go. But yeah. I think he, I he figures won. it out and launches a couple here. Yeah, one for four. He's in 188 this year. Yeah, he's due for a little bounce back. And Teo's hitting 417. I mean, this guy's a fucking machine. Give him whatever money this guy wants. Honestly, don't back up the Brinks truck for fucking uh, Teoscar. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I think my bold take would be Kirk strig- struggles mightily, and we're having a conversation of who, who's going to be our catcher with Danny Jansen now. I'll say that. God, just honestly call Kirk him, doesn't man. get a hit. Or Kirk okay, gets one Kirk hit. doesn't get a hit. That's actually a, honestly not the, the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I, I'm obviously 
Kirk was fun to watch at the start. The guy can't play fucking defense. He really can't. I, I he's a liability behind the plate. And he, and if he can't hit, I don't know what the purpose of this guy is. Maybe send him off to a team where he gets more chances behind the dish. But with Moreno coming up and Jansen doing well, there's not really a spot for Alejandro Kirk on this team. There really there isn't. So that's mm. yeah, I, I 100% agree with that for sure. Yeah, the uh, Red Sox and the Rays will run right over us. Fucking. Steal fucking 24-7 Kirk's behind the plate. Yeah, and Landon Collins, the human thumb, is not. That guy, I don't I guess I could be butchering the guy's name. I don't fucking care what this guy's name is. He's going to be in low way by the end of the week. But, yeah, Gabriel Moreno season. Call him up now. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. how He's 22, so he's ready. He's old. He played AAA last year. He played AA, too. Like, the guy has played every level. Just might as well just give him a fucking shot now. Like, what can you lose from this? Service time, none of that shit. I think it's done in two weeks anyway, service time, if it's still a thing. But I don't know if it's still a thing. So, anyways, yeah, we'll be back recording Friday. Obviously going into the Oakland Athletics Series, which is going to be, I'm assuming, a dog walk. Maybe take the over every single game there. But um, let's fucking let, – let's try to make it a mission to just absolute body bag Garrett Cole on the mound. Because uh, this guy has turned into the biggest mental midget in MLB history. Uh, he was not like this on the Astros, right? He was no. not. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he was, about, but we just never saw him. True. I'm a little more of a national stage, right? Um, but, yeah, this guy's on the top top of the stairs fucking roasting, like, whoever's on the mound. He's like, like Billy Crystal or some shit. Yeah, it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, Garrett Cole. Like, seriously, like, shut up once. The guy – oh, my God, I don't know, man. And seeing Josh Donaldson go 0 for 4 with three punches yesterday – or, sorry, 1 for 4 with three punches, I think it was, kind of makes my heart happy. Like this guy, this is that's our guy. That's our guy. Just struggle in New York and be remembered as the guy that raked in Toronto. That's what I wanted. That's what I want from Josh Donaldson. But anyways, boys, yeah. What do you guys? Are, are you guys going to be? Uh, is there going to be? Uh, are you guys going to be watching all the games, or what, what are you guys going to be saying this week? Going to be dialed in? I'm uh, I'm going to Virginia to see my brother this week, so I'll be in watching the Jays game, but watching some college baseball too. Okay, yeah. I'll be dialed doing? in. I'll be dialed in from home. I'm excited, man. I want to go one of these days to watch Yankees, uh, Jays. Obviously, it's dressed like a seat night there all the time now. They, honestly, I don't know what the fuck happened to those fans. Do they just not show up to games? Like, am, am I wrong? It's always I was, like, no. Like I was surprised today empty. too. The stadium is always empty. I don't know what the fuck are they losing. Maybe that's why they didn't want to pay Correa. No one goes to their fucking games. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. But anyways, subscribe. Keep fucking showing love to the reels, the TikTok. Keep roasting me in the comments saying I'm fucking clickbaiting, mm. even though I'm just speaking facts. The Rangers are poverty and they don't have a prospect system. Who knows? Every single time we do an episode before a series, I might just have the fan bases coming at me. <laughs> Literally, I don't know what it is. Every single fucking, like the Rangers fans out of the woodwork. We post that clip. I don't know if it was just me mentioning the name in the tweet, Texas Rangers, but keep doing that because yeah. I was getting fucking body bagged. But, anyways. That's what we like. That's what we want. We love it. So we're split the series. Show love to the podcast, obviously. And congrats again. Let me say the name. What was the name again? No clue. Uh, Liam Murray. Congrats to Liam Murray Brampton. for winning the hoodie. Out of Brampton. Gate 14 podcast. We up. Number one Toronto Blue Jays podcast on the planet. Not my words. We're going to say Jano said it. Groshan said it. So keep showing love. And uh, that's about it, boys. We'll see. You. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. Yes, sir.